0: Yo, yo, Colin, we're off to whatever this is. Episode two of the episode P2 P2. Uh, uh, yeah,
1: we should say that we've been working on getting this going for 20 minutes now. Thought it was my problem, but it was not my Yeah. So
0: we got it working and then it stopped working. That's a, that's a, a distinction we have to make. Sure, we thought it was you, because I'm usually the one that has all my tech shit in a row. But not today. It was my fault. Totally my fault.
1: What are you trying to say, that my basement's just a pile of cords and broken things? No, it's it's
0: true. It's a Colin cave. Didn't we decide it was called the Colin cave? Because we can't call it, like, man cave, right? And it's not a... What is it? Rift Dungeon? It's the riff layer. I don't know. I, it, it's my rec room
1: in the basement that has a couch and all my guitar rigs.
0: Does anybody store equipment or anything or have a need to go in that room other than you? Not particularly. <laughs> then I feel like it's a coffin <laughs> cave. What do you got? Are you drinking something good or is that water? Is that ice water?
1: It is ice water.
0: Oh, come dude. on, dude. Look. I'm actually. Uh, I got some. I got we. I've got a local glass from Olentangy River. We got a growler of their beer, and it's filled up with their beer.
1: Nice. Yeah, I. I realized yesterday it had been quite. I realized this morning it had been quite a few days since I have not
0: had anything to drink, because all these oh. days are just blurring together. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna not today. Yeah. My wife was saying that earlier. She made it t- today was going to be the day that she didn't drink. She made it until I was pouring this <laughs> to, g- to go. I'll take one too. <laughs> now nah, it's been fucking crazy. Uh, I'm sure your life's been a mess too. How have you been holding up during the pandemic? Well,
1: uh, not particularly good over the last few days. Uh, we talked about that, uh, McConaughey scale. I don't know if you've
0: seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I told you I was a I think I was a three. You were a four. Yeah.
1: We should post it on Instagram or something like that so people can see what we're talking about.
0: Yep. Uh
1: but it was you know, all just different uh Matthew McConaughey's different movies from different movies and uh different said what stage of quarantine are you? Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm at the stage that's the deeply thinking after crying uh
0: no it i think friday can you hear any background noise i mean just a little bit there's definitely it's not enough to make it out but it sounds like uh some kids singing or something
1: sierra's watching a movie uh and it was alanis morris said you ought to know <laughs>
0: <laughs> um anyway um will she go down on you in a theater
1: you know the songs about Dave Coulier? Yeah. Hilarious.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, what
1: well, were, oh yeah. So fr- I think Friday, like Thursday was just grumpy. I remember like Thursday night, Sierra just being like, you look like you're super grumpy. And it was like 11 and I was like PM and I was like, yeah, I just feel pissed off. And then I couldn't quite put my finger on why. And then Friday morning my kids I was in the middle of a conference call my kids were not being very quiet I put it on mute I went upstairs and I just fucking unloaded I just it was like every last bit had welled up and just came out like a fucking fire hose and I was I knew I knew it was too much because I was screaming and it sounded like my vocals From Aranatha? yeah when i get to that and it's that's very rarely happened where i've got to that point where i I caught it like immediately i was like holy shit you just went too far yeah and ended up apologizing to the kids and stuff like that but it was Mm -hmm. just it just all boiled over and i was kind of a mess the rest of the day i just i was kicking myself for you know exploding like that and i was also just like What like just feeling like there's no end in sight to any of this, and uh, Saturday, Saturday morning, uh, I was just like, I think it's just because I just have no time to myself. I've had no alone time. I come down like just driving to and from work is good. Yeah, I, I I can come down here and I can play guitar for a little bit, or I can go outside and go for a walk, but. I, uh, Sierra, go, but then here's Sierra, wife of the year. Here, quarantine wife of the year was just like uh, on Saturday. Was like, you know, why don't you find something to do by yourself this afternoon? She's like, she's like, you're. Not, she said something like, you're not well,
0: <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> hey, kudos for that's and, a real thing. So kudos for like yeah. observing that. And
1: so I just it was you know Saturday, so it was like 75 degrees. It was a little gloomy. I wish it was sunny that day. It was a little gloomy. Yeah. But uh I just got in the Jeep and I just drove up Riverside Drive all the way to Dublin, walked that new walking bridge in Bridge Park, which is crazy. Yeah. And have you seen pictures of that thing? No. That's, like a, yeah, yeah. No, I've seen pictures. I it's haven't It's like been this there. big multi 1000000 dollar S-shaped thing. It's a beautiful piece of architecture. Yeah. Uh And uh yeah, I walked across that. That shit, that place up there is wild it's really weird and uh just the whole thing it's like this area that used to just be like a wendy's and a couple car dealerships is now like hotels and restaurants basically a little easton yeah it's crazy anyway went up there and then i just went for a drive i just went for a drive i think i was gone for an hour and a half or so and with the windows down just fresh air and it was Nice. So then yesterday, I noticed you didn't say you had the radio up. I actually had the USB thing in the car and I was listening (laughs) to music. Oh, nice. Uh, And, uh, and then yesterday I like made a conscious effort. I woke up yesterday morning and I was like, look, this isn't ending anytime soon. You're going to have to deal with this. I was like, go through today and try to take everything really slow. And I did that all day. Mm -hmm. And I got to the end of the night, and I was like, "Man, I felt like I got a lot more life out of the day yesterday doing the same shit when I was just kind of not everything had to be like instantly or crazy or loud, or you know it was just like I was just kind of going with the flow yesterday, and it was nice, it was nice so to yeah, a decent start this week.
0: You definitely don't realize how much this is gonna sound really bad, but how much being around your kids and shit." A hundred percent of the time, like it's cool on the weekends, maybe even extended weekend, but anything outside of that, it can get, it can get very stressful. You, you have people that are depending on you for pretty much everything. Mm -hmm. And I know it's been stressful as fuck here. And my daughter has been, uh, like I'm happy she's learning and expanding like everything, her vocabulary, her desire to be independent but it's coming at a weird time where I'm just like no just let me do it so I can get through it instead of like she's really big on like wanting to unload the dishwasher so I'll pull the thing down and then dude one fork at a time one plate (laughs) she wants to just like hand it to me and I'm like oh this is so cute yet it's gonna take me 12 times as long to do this shit and I just want to get through it so
1: yeah it's The way I've been describing, I've described it is, it's not like, it's, I've been describing it as a family prison. Oh yeah. I think that's the best way to put it because it is, it's not like I don't like being around these people. It's not like I don't like being around these people all the time. Mm -hmm. It's just this idea that like, this is like what we, like we have to do this right now. Right. And like, like we're trapped in it and that just the psychological effects of just talking about it makes it feel, like, oppressive. So.
0: No, I 1,000% I agree. Let's, uh, well, let me ask a question, because this was actually something I had put on there. After the lockdown is over, do you think that we're going to start spending less time inside and spending less time on our phones and things like that because we're forced to do it now, like all the shit that people do every day and just do when they have the ability to go out and do everything? Do you think that this is going to force people to go out and enjoy those things they took for granted. I think that it's a nice thought, but no. <laughs> everybody just goes back to normal, it, except for we all socially gather at a bar and drink. Yeah, we're, we're going to, everybody will
1: go back to just standing in public, standing together, staring at their phones. I mean, it's, it's, that's true. Uh, I do think that things are, cha- are going to change. I think that like, uh, it is forcing, you know, like families who don't spend a lot of time together to spend time together. You know, like, I think yeah. it is, it is going to change relational dynamics across the board. I think we're going to see a lot of
0: uh, changed relationships. Yeah. That's good or bad. A good, good and bad. Yeah. That's, so. that's a good point. I was, I, I guess, uh me being fairly optimistic, you know, generally in life, I'm either like, I'm a realist or an optimist. I'm like, I skew that way. So when you said that, I was thinking about people who maybe don't normally see their parents a lot because their parents work, you know, a shit ton of hours or are traveling on business a lot and a lot of that. So maybe they're getting to see them. So that's pretty cool. Um, I tried to like go through and jot down some things that were good or that some good things that came out of the whole lockdown and like Some are, I mean, they're all trivial for the Mm -hmm. most part, but just some things that I thought maybe were worth mentioning, uh, just because all you hear is negative shit about it all day. And honestly, all I feel is negative mostly about it too. Um, Number one, you can finally get Girl Scout cookies delivered. (laughs) It took a fucking national lockdown, but the squad will deliver them bitches. Um, Another thing that I wrote down was I think it's really cool how many companies offer a service or a product. And because of this lockdown, they're just opening it up for free or giving it away for free or the yeah. service is free or whatever. Yeah. Um, there were, I, I'm, I'm struggling on some of them. Uh, I've seen a lot, but I'm struggling to recall which ones. I mean, even when I was looking for something to do this podcast remotely, you know, there's there's apps that are dedicated to this and we could actually get better audio quality most likely if we use an app like Zencaster, for example, because it uploads a file from your side and lossless and a file from mine. And I can download both and mix them like as where this, I'm actually capturing your audio over the internet. So there's a certain degradation that happens, right? Um, Zencaster I saw was fully featured and free like during this. Or what about the cool thing where
1: uh, Bandcamp, um, said hey, you know, for like we know that artists are hurting right now, I had to cancel tours, have to cancel shows, aren't doing the type of merch sales that they're hoping for, obviously, and so for one day we're going to waive their fee, which is only ten percent anyway, right you know it's already a super small fee, and but uh it's what they can do, yeah, and they and they said and bandcamp crashed by like ten in the morning, and uh I read the other day they sold four point three million dollars worth of music that day.
0: Holy shit! Yeah, dude. Damn, that's crazy. Because yeah, so- I, as an as an artist, I can't you like set your own price on there, and usually yeah. it's like a buck a song or something.
1: Yeah, Minnesota. They, they said at one point they. I said at one point they were selling. It was they were, it was like making like twelve sales per second or something like that. It was crazy. Damn,
0: that's wild. Yeah. Uh, speaking of money, that was two more of the things that I saw. One was. There's that landlord. I can't remember where he was from, but he basically wrote all his tenants a note and said, hey, for the month of April, maybe March or April, one of the two, uh, your rent's going to be a hundred bucks. It, he did it for every tenant. He was like, and I didn't check. They may not need it. And I urged him in the letter, like if, um, if they don't need it, go out and just spend the money in the community because obviously that's what keeps the fucking economy going, right? Mm-hmm. The shit is crushing the economy right now. Uh, and then the final one I had was, uh, the CEO of, um, Columbia sportswear. Mm -hmm. So he like, he cut his salary down to 10 K just so he could keep paying employees like the same wages and like basically commit to a no layoff, which is, which is tight. That's the same dude. Actually, I have to look that up. I feel like that's the same guy that he used to have a fucking salary of like over a million dollars. And some years ago, he dropped it to like 70K a year just crazy. because he wanted to make sure everyone in the company. Oh, I know you. I know you. Wasn't about. that him? I think it was them. It was They could all make like 70 grand a year or something like that. He he made some thing where he wanted everyone in the company to at least make a certain amount. And the way he did that was cut his salary from like over a million down to under 100,000, which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome.
1: Um. And then on a smaller scale, good things like my daughter learned how to ride a bike finally last week. Saw that. This it, the sun was out, and and she's wearing me out now. I mean, we're like, like twice a day. She's like, "Can we go for a long ride around the block?" And my bike is on the fritz right now, so I keep taking Rowan's bike. So I'm riding on this little BMX.
0: <laughs> You're riding on his. Yeah. Is it a twenty inch? Yeah, it's a regular BMX. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, so here's the thing. Hayden needs a new bike. Like the dude, I'm not kidding, has grown like at least 8 inches. And it must have been since since it was like since we bought him school clothes, he's he's grown uh, so much. It's ridiculous. So Easy. when I bought him his last bike, he couldn't quite like he couldn't quite use a 20-inch. He was just a little a little too small for it. And he's kind of clumsy, so I didn't want to get him the twenty inch, and then like he just completely eat shit because yeah, I don't want to set him back. So I got him an eighteen inch. So super, super like niche bike size. There's not a lot of them that even exist, really. There's like it goes from twelve to sixteen to twenty to twenty two to twenty four to twenty six. Like eighteen is one of those like odd sizes where you go to a store and there's like two. But it was perfect, so I got him this little BMX. Uh, eighteen inch it was like it's like a mongoose and has pegs and all kinds of shit, but it's slightly small now he looks like a circus clown riding on that fucking bike <laughs> so it's funny. that's that we gotta go get him a new bike. I think I might do that like really really soon even even before the lockdown's over. <laughs> We're just gonna have to go order some shit online curbside service take a take a shot on take a shot at it um another thing that i Another thing, so do you play cards at all? Uh, Sometimes, depends. What games? Uh, I
1: I usually don't play just straight-up card games. I, like, play... uh, Recently been getting into, like, board games and stuff. But, uh, uh, no, I do. I, like, really like the game golf. Uh, I used to play Euchre a little bit when I was back in the day because I'm from Michigan and it's a big Michigan thing. Fucking love
0: Euchre. It's my favorite um,
1: card game. But I don't even, like, every time, anytime I need, every anytime I play it, it has to be retaught to me because I just never do.
0: Yeah. So Euchre's my favorite card game by far. And uh, I grew up playing it. I played it through, like, every different scene I was in from before I ever got into music to... Hanging out with like, you know, my, my music friends, like my very early first ever bandmates and shit like that. We all played euchre down the road. My family all played euchre, played in tournaments. Like euchre has been that constant game my whole life. Um, somebody came in work like before this whole quarantine shit started, someone came in work and was like, Hey, do you guys know how to play euchre? And like a couple of us perked up like, Oh, fuck yeah, we do. And she's like, Oh, I just learned over the weekend. I want to play. <clears throat> and so myself her um, and my other buddy who I play ping pong with all the time. And then our manager um, was all like, fuck yeah, let's like wrap the team meeting up early and book an extra hour and let's just stay in and play some Euchre. So we played like an hour and a half of Euchre one day. Uh, And then literally we were like, all right, cool. Every two weeks we're going to set up an hour or two and just like play some Euchre on Friday. Quarantine happened, right? So yeah, I know. So we're on our, our zoom meeting the other day. And I'm just like fucking around the internet and I noticed that there's a plug for Google Chrome that was Euchre. And I was like, hey, do you guys uh do you guys all have a Gmail account? And they're like, Yeah. Pop the link out to them, quickly sign in with their Gmail, and we fucking played around of Euchre. And it was really sweet. Nice. Yeah, so now I've been on this hunt, like, oh, what else can I do remotely? So there's this website called trickstercards.com that has all the fucking classic card games from, you know, hearts to all that shit. So I'm trying to get some of them shits going. And and then in doing so, I found a Cards Against Humanity, like, clone. Oh, nice. Um, And then I saw Cards Against Humanity, like, released their shit online, like, yesterday or the day before. Crazy. Yeah. So this is a... It's it's like what's happening with bands. Like people are all stepping up to help bands get them streaming, still get content out there. All these companies are fucking blowing up right now. Uh The Cards Against Humanity site had to put out, or not the site, but the whatever thing is hosting them had to put some shit out that said we've had like a huge influx in, you know, people signing up, and our servers are taking shits left and right. So bear with us.
1: You know whose server's been taking
0: shits left and right is go to meeting, I'll tell you that much. No shit. Dude. Yeah, I don't even try and use it. I mean, we have like, you know, enterprise and the shit's probably deployed to our own servers, but even then, like, we're pretty much just using Zoom a hundred percent of the time. It's crazy. What does um, Zoom do differently that, that Well Zoom's owned by Google? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like, I think their website's like, or maybe it's not owned, by. I thought it was. Let me Google it now. I thought it was like google.zoom.something. Zoom. Let's see who owns this shit.
1: Um,
0: Maybe it's not. Maybe I fucking made that up. I'm out here just putting out uh, <laughs> fake news. Still looking. Nah, dog. I truly don't... I don't think Zoom owns that shit. (laughs) Or, I mean, Google. I feel like I I saw that and clearly I made that shit up. I don't know. They're killing it, though. Yeah. It was founded in 2011.
1: I'm just wondering, like, if they have, like, a different compression algorithm or something like that that helps.
0: Um, I don't know, but... It was developed by the lead engineer from Cisco Systems, which is like, they are like the fucking networking company. Damn, dog. Well, that's the most boring this podcast has ever got. Uh, You know what? Right now, Zoom is the common app that is bonding business people and regular motherfuckers because a shit ton of my friends are doing like they're doing live music, live DJ sets, live, they're potting through it. Like, everybody is using Zoom right now. It's crazy. Everybody. Um, you, know who, you know, or do you have any businesses that you think are going to fucking, like, just not come out of this whole lockdown recession style thing? What businesses are just going to fucking crumble?
1: Hmm.
0: Or at least take a pretty significant hit?
1: Well, I mean, the entire bar industry. <laughs> for one, I mean, obviously. Do you, do we'll ne- you think we'll ne- that for real though? We'll never not have bars, but I mean, we're gonna take a they're going to take a huge hit.
0: I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Do you think a lot of bars are? I, I'm I'm looking for the right term. Are operating uh, month to month do you think their expenses are the overhead is so much that they're actually operating month to month?
1: Uh, No, no, no not all. I mean, somebody who's a, who's got a good business acumen will, you know, have a few months of runway, you know what I mean? But yeah. I think of like, you know, friends who just opened a bar who are waiting for those profits to roll in. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. I think of like, people who are just getting startups off the ground, you know, but then I wonder if it's like, I wonder like, this is probably hurting uh, the gig economy, like Uber, oh, not yeah. Uber, not Uber eats and stuff, obviously, cause they're doing that, but like ride sharing.
0: Oh yeah. I would, I would guess ride sharing. I don't think that they're going to take too much of a hit, but I bet that, When people focus on finding different means of income to supplement what they're not getting, they might find themselves losing a lot of uh, drivers, right? Um, But I was thinking about like an example was like the scooter business, right? So that's something that was struggling to make profit in general. Like it had great scalability, but like the profit, it wasn't really coming in the way they wanted it to. And then you take something like one, people aren't allowed out, so they're not using it. Well, not allowed out, right? Air quotes. Um, and then two, you don't want to fucking just jump on something and touch it, right? You know that it, it's crazy. Like I, I see people like even even when I go to the grocery store early on, I would see people say like they wanted the cashier to scan it, and like they'll put their credit card in, like oh, it's asking me to hit a button. Can you reach over and hit that button? Like, I told you that story the other night. Yeah, well, I saw that, like, literally the day after that. So, uh, the grocery store I go to has X's on the ground. Yeah. Does yours they have that?
1: that? Here. They did. Here, there's was, there was a little red tape that says six feet, six feet, six feet. Then they put plexiglass. This is Giant Eagle. They put plexiglass uh, in between the cashier and the and – the, Oh, shit. Like, just by the cashier, there's, like, probably four
0: feet of plexiglass. Pretty cool. (laughs) What if it's bulletproof? (laughs) Well, I could go. Oh, that's what I'm saying. You just reach around. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's wild. All right. I'm trying to think of what else we've been up to, Colin. I sent you that new end song. Yeah, dude,
1: that jams hard. Uh, You said you didn't really like the production that much. I do.
0: I actually do. I fucking love it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It sounds... I don't typically like a lot of the production for the bands you listen to that's usually the thing that separates me you like (laughs) super super noisy and like just raw and i i like polished with raw elements right but that end song that what is it called pariah i think yeah it would not be as heavy and as fucking awesome if it were not for that uh yeah
1: I, I, there's an airy. What it, part of it is? You know, I think the polish and stuff like that is obviously using like really nice equipment and really tight sounds. And but then a big part of it is that really shiny compression. You know, really crushing it, making giving it that thickness. You know, one thing that's one reason I like a lot of the 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 noisier stuff because I like the spatial quality of it. It's airier to me. To me, things feel like. Like, I can hear guitars here and here. You know what I mean? So mm. Like, uh, or whatever. So,
0: I'd be I, really really, like, I really like how that sounds, though. I'd be, I'll have to look it up, but I'd be surprised if the same guy that's recording all the bands I like wasn't recording that, Putney. I mean, being that he's fucking, isn't he in the, he's in the band. In End? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Dude, End is like, it's like, the, it's it's the vocalist is from Counterparts, like the fucking band that I always try to get listened to. That's the. Vocalist. I thought it
1: was the. Vo- I thought it was the vocalist of Rain Supreme.
0: No, it's like the bass player of Rain Supreme.
1: Oh. It's
0: it's a super group. It's like, uh, it's like Will Putney, who obviously was in like Crazy. He, He's in like Fit for an Autopsy. Um, it's Brendan from Counterparts. I can't remember who the other. Uh, guitar player is, I think it's the bass player of Reign Supreme, and the drummer from something as well. Crazy. I don't know. Did you listen it's to that hard. counterpart song? No. Did you send it to me? <laughs> yeah, I fucking, I sure did.
1: You I'm sent me the look. lyrics. You sent I me the see, lyrics,
0: and I said, "Dude, how hard is it to type the?" Oh, type- I well, because I, I don't know. I'll well, listen to it. I don't think you will.
1: I think I listen. will. I'll promise you right me. now. I'll promise you right now.
0: All right. Uh, look, just to make sure I didn't send it to you. You probably did. Nope. I'm just going to check. Mm, nope. I sent you the lyrics and said, go listen to this song. That's it. And how did I respond? You didn't. Nuh-uh. Complete. It complete. ignored me until we did that live video. And you said, my God, that was fun.
1: (laughs) Damn it. I'm sorry. See, I'm telling you, dude. I just. It's
0: all over the fucking place right now. I didn't want to blow up your shit. I wasn't going to blow you up. I thought you were uh, wanting me to call you out. You said, how did I respond? Dude. It says,
1: it says, go listen to this song. And that was Wednesday at 1146 p.m. The lyrics came Thursday at 6.43 a.m. Dude, so let and me tell I res- you.
0: And I responded, oh, nice. <laughs> let me tell you. So I don't know if it's my phone or my service, but all of my friends who are on iPhone right now are not getting my pictures when I send them. That's... A- my it happened with my brother too yeah i have so i have 2 coworkers, and we have a group chat and we'll always send shit in there right for whatever reason for the past like three weeks i'll send a photo and those motherfuckers show up after midnight every time it doesn't matter when i send it they show up after midnight and i feel bad because they both have families so i'm not trying to like wake them up but yeah i don't know must be my fucking it's my phone or my service
1: uh speaking of new music did you hear or did you hear any of that new conway yes that came out today
0: yes i did uh i only listened to a couple songs i listened to uh shit what's the one was uh the one with schoolboy q yeah that song is called
1: shoot sideways yes uh i would have liked to hear a q verse uh but i'll settle for a hook
0: Not only that, I just feel like that song took too long to get going. I I wasn't, I don't know. Interesting. It was like a minute before anything really started happening for me.
1: Uh, I will say that I listened to the whole thing and there's a lot of that. There's a lot of like, you could tell like it was them sitting in the studio having a good time making some music. And uh, the interesting thing about it to me though is that there's, for one, there's no other Griselda features. There's some uh, West Side Gun uh, uh, ad libs in the background, so you could tell he's in the room. Doo,
0: doo, 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 doo.
1: But uh, uh, but then another interesting thing is that there's like some actual hooks, not less, not like, not like sexy singing hooks, but like right. re- re- repeated things where he sings a little bit, or at least changes his pitch a little bit. Yeah, and like catchier stuff. Which is cool. This is that really was menacing.
0: production input, though? Producer input? I don't know. It's alchemists, man. Yeah, I think the Alchemist piece of it is probably why there's such long, drawn-out, like, just yeah. vibes in between, too. But, but no, that it's... being said, what I have heard, it's good. I'm going to give the whole thing a spin, but I haven't uh, checked out the whole thing yet. Um, you don't really fuck with Joyner Lucas, do you? I've heard a couple songs. He does like, uh, he does that dual perspective rap better than really anybody, right? And I really, really like that aspect of him. That being said, when he started doing tracks with other people, like, you know, the more catchy tracks with like Chris Brown and shit like that, I really wasn't (laughs) like fucking with it. But he just dropped his full uh, ADHD album as well, I think on Friday. I have listened to that. And I fucking love it. Joyner Lucas is awesome. You know, Sweet. he he's he's really dope. And he, what he did was he always has like a really good video, right? He he that's like where he excels, is he writes a lot of the videos as well. And sometimes he'll he'll think of the video before he thinks of the song. I saw the
1: one like with the MAGA hat guy.
0: Isn't the yeah. one where he's like yeah, arguing yeah, yeah. with the racist guy? It's called I'm Not Racist. Yeah. Yeah, which again, that's, that's an example of his dual perspective rap that I like. Um, he got kind of like clowned as being like, that's his only trick he had. Like, he's a one trick pony because he, he started his whole career, um, about that skateboarder who like befriends a dude and then gets, then the dude shoots him as part of like a gang initia- initiation, but the, but the skateboarder lives hmm. that I can't think of what like Ross. Co- something ross copa something uh that shit was way back in the day that's the first track i ever heard and it blew my fucking mind because um not not necessarily i thought it was the best song ever but it was a concept i had not yet been exposed to which is this dual perspective rap he does like a whole verse from one guy's perspective and then you see the same story play out from the other guys perspective. and i was like whoa shit this is mind-blowing um so that's where he went viral and that kind of became his thing. And then he went viral again during the whole I'm not racist thing. Well, his newest one is not a dual perspective rap, but it's the first one that I think he's going to go. If he, I mean, I'm sure he already did go just as viral for it's a song called Will and it takes you through the entire journey of Will Smith from Fresh Prince through his entire movie career. Crazy. And you know how, like, Will Smith is a big, like, motivational speaker and shit like that? He more or less, the whole thing ends with him saying, like, he's my idol. And, you, and he doesn't even know it. And, like, he talks he? about giving uh, people their roses while they're still alive and shit. I, w- what I can say is, like, when I heard the song, I was kind of like, eh, that's really good. And it's super clever how he worked in the, t- the titles for all these movies. But when you see the video and he goes through it's a one take video basically where he walks through all these different green screen sets and does all this shit super worth watching uh, super impressive and it tied the lyrics in the video together I'm telling you it's it's going to be one of his biggest YouTube like watched videos I guarantee it if <laughs> it's already not it's awesome
1: yeah uh, I'll check it out after this uh, so you said it's called
0: a Will yep Just straight up, Will. And Will Uh, Smith actually responded on like IG or something. Oh, he did? Yeah. Into it? Yeah, for sure. He gave his props. So something else interesting that has happened during this lockdown is I created a Fortnite account. Oh, yeah. I have all the fucking shit to do it. I mean, like, I have this fucking fancy controller that connects to Bluetooth. I got all this shit so my kid could play games on my computer. My computer's built for gaming. Yeah. I just, it's not really my thing. But he wore me down. He kept challenging me. You know, he's like, yeah, dude, come on, dad, let's play a 1v1. I want to do a 1v1. And I was like, dude. Miles
1: says that to me all the time. He's like, well, you do a 1v1 with me.
0: Yeah. And I was like, I don't even, I'm like, I I get it. It's one versus one. I I don't know anything about any of this shit. I watched him play, and I'm like, all right, so this is just a shooter game. But then there's some building. If I just say fuck the building and find this dude and shoot him, I'm going to be able to talk shit.
1: I said the same thing.
0: That's what happened. I created the account. I'm like, let's do this shit. Uh, I got on my computer. He was on the Nintendo Switch, and I didn't get completely hosed. But in the end, like he did, he definitely whooped my ass. And I was like, I thought I was going to do, I was really confident. I thought I was going to do a lot better than I did because I used to play Call of Duty all the time.
1: Yeah. I will say that the building aspect of it is something that maybe it's a generational thing, but like, I
0: can't think that fast. It's all repetition. So once I figured out the two main things I wanted, which was stairs and platforms, I was good. I was like, I've never been, I have
1: never been able to, I've never been good at building stuff while just on the playing. fly.
0: Yeah. I can't No, Not in that game. I mean, I could be wrong, but there was only four pieces, right? There was like a platform stairs, a wall <laughs> yeah, and some triangle you're, thing.
1: You're making me sound like an idiot now,
0: nope, but no, I'm just saying boomer shit. I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> I'm going to figure it out and whoop his ass, though. So. I have been playing this
1: game called Ori and the Will of the Wisps on the Xbox. It's a s- sequel to a game called Ori and the Blind Forest, and it's like a, a side scrolling um, platform game. Yeah. And uh, my God, it is so, it's such a beautiful game and it's so fun. But I, what it looks like uh it looks like
0: some anime shit
1: uh eh, not really but kind of uh it 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 it's interesting because it's such a simple platform game but it's also like really really complicated like all the power ups and all the different moves and stuff like that but i'm not joking when i say this i am like halfway through the game and i fought a boss over the last 3 days hardest boss i've ever played in a game ever it took me a solid (laughs) five hours probably cumulative total over three days to beat this fucking guy (laughs) oh my god i was like were you super pissed sierra's i was playing it tonight when i beat him tonight sierra's in the living room playing animal crossing and uh i am just ready to break the fucking controller in half And my God, I finally beat it. Dude, I was cussing. I was yelling.
0: (laughs) So I wonder if you're as hypocritical as me about this. But that's how I grew up. I play video games mad as fuck that I can't beat a part. Dude, I would throw controllers. uh, I'd squeeze it really hard, blame it it on everything. Well, when Hayden does that, I go. You want to buy a new controller? <laughs> no, no, not that. I say uh I say games are supposed to be fun. It doesn't look like you're having fun, so turn it off. <laughs> yeah, like dude. do you do that shit? Yeah. Yeah, it, but it, then but then it's like I get something frustrating as fuck and I act a fool.
1: Yeah. I just think back to when I was thirteen twelve, thirteen, fourteen years old playing like Metal Gear Solid and just getting pissed. Oh man. I remember my, the, the PlayStation controller, you know, it's just got that like bar in the middle. I just remember trying to see if I could snap the thing in half.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, so I, I haven't really played games in a while, so I don't have a relatable frustration story, but I will tell you that yesterday, uh, I put up a ceiling fan. Okay. You what? I put up a ceiling fan. Oh, okay. In our bedroom. So before we moved in, We bought a fan. We were like, this is the fan we're going to put up in that room. We've lived in this house about three years. We have no fans still. So yesterday, took the opportunity. Didn't really want to do it, but it was nice, and it was early in the day. And, you know, I'm one of those people that has to cut the electric. Like, I can't just turn off the switch and feel comfortable. I have to cut the electric to that room. So I'm like, this will be no problem. I've put up several ceiling fans. Uh, I'm just going to knock this out. Yeah, I'm thinking 30 minutes to an hour. I open the box, I forget that fans come in a thousand pieces. So, first (laughs) of all, I had to put the fucking fan together. Every blade, every screw, everything. Put the fan together. I get up there, quickly just, you know, knock out the bracket, no big deal. Hang the fan. Dude, it's like 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and I've got the thing hanging from the ceiling. I'm like, shit, this is nothing. At this point, I just got like the bracket. Yeah, I just got to twist the wires real quick and I'm done. Like tuck them in and I'm done. Uh, That proved to be three hours of false. So first thing was uh, I couldn't get the – it's a remote-controlled fan. I couldn't get the remote like above the thing. It didn't slide in where it's supposed to. I ended up having to take the whole fan back down and take this little piece that's on the down rod and flip it. So that was number one. Then I get it to slide in. And like when you put the wires in, you're supposed to like push the cup up and just, you know, turn it in place and like cover everything. Won't work. Won't happen. I spent two hours just trying to push a thing up and turn it into place. Two fucking hours. Dude, I was cussing. I bet
1: bet the way you were acting
0: was the exact same way. I was acting trying to beat this fucking boss. for. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. I was throwing shit. I was like, I'm gonna fucking throw this fan out the window. Like, dude, I was so mad. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know why it won't go into place. Funny thing that happened tonight. What, is it? Still not up? No, the whole the fan is up. The light, everything works. It's just this one thing that's supposed to cover and make it like polished and look nice. That one thing won't twist into place. Dude, Sucks. that's it. <laughs> so the fucking fan is hanging from the ceiling. It's fine.
1: It's just a more industrial look, uh, but. uh It was funny, too, because when I was playing that boss, I was standing up in front of the TV. I was so... That's how mad I was. I was standing up. wasn't even lounged on the couch playing. And I had got this guy's life down to, like, one more hit would have killed him. It was the furthest I had got. And I... And he killed me. And I yelled. I was just like, fuck! (laughs) And Miles goes, Dad, and he was directly behind me, and i fa come to find out that he was about to fuck with me to try to get me to get killed. So I
0: I would have been pissed either way. Right. So. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, well, I'm looking at this Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Uh, The shit is actually available for Windows 10. Yeah. Let's say it's a it's a it's a fun game, but uh, no Animal Crossing. So, uh, Dude, what the fuck is Animal Crossing? That's another one. That one really went viral. Like, well, did it just come out or something?
1: It's a game that has existed for a while. Uh, there was like an old version on GameCube or something like that. It's a okay. Nintendo. It's an old Nintendo game, and it's just like. You, you make yourself a house and you get your little stuff. It's like The Sims. Is kinda. it Sims? Oh, okay. Kind of like The Sims, but it's like cutesy little animals and cutesy little shit. And with, you know, just that whole Nintendo, uh, that whole like, uh, Nintendo.
0: Kawaii. Aesthetic.
1: Aesthetic, yeah. And, uh, uh, there was an iOS version that came out like two years ago, but then, they said that there was like a new version, a new version of those coming out for the switch. And it was like all this, it was like a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. that, like, Oh, a new animal crossing coming out for the switch. And like, you could pre-order it like four months ago or something like that. And see i pre-bought it, pre-ordered it. And yeah, that's a, a, it's funny too, because, uh, there's, I've heard the conspiracy theory that, uh, this Nintendo is behind this whole thing because it's like, Oh, everyone's at home now. Uh, you can sit around and play this game that has no point, you know. Like,
0: yeah, this thing with Zoom, right? Zoom's behind it.
1: Yep. And it's just it's it's it is a. I joked about it the other day and and tweeted, uh, made Sierra mad, but I was like, Animal Crossing is just Second Life for normal people.
0: <laughs> I can see that. I'm kidding. Uh, but no, it uh, is. It's like it's a it's Digi Cosplay. It's a, uh, you know what Furbies are? Not Furbies. Yeah, wait. For, am I saying that? No. Hold on a minute. I'm holding. Oh, I was. I didn't mean Furbies. I meant Furries. Like the people that dress up in fucking animal costumes <laughs> and have sex. <laughs> it's like uh, digital Furries. Yeah, kind of. No, this. Does it have a? Uh, So since it's, like, the Nintendo version, does it have the illicit shit in it that you can do in The Sims? Like, can you, like, get naked and shit?
1: No. It's literally, like, look at my
0: house. Look at the decorations I made. Look at the... It literally is just, like... Can you spend... Do you spend real money to buy things in the game? Uh, I don't think so. That is the best business model ever. I know I've said that before, but all these kids that have this free game Fortnite, like everybody's like buying digital outfits and fucking, they want to buy their character, a new dance move. Like that is the craziest shit. It is a incredible
1: business model, but in my opinion, it's a very dark business model. It's a great business model for sure. Yeah. If you're you're not, you're not selling a $60 game and that's it. Um, but, uh, You know, it's also, like,
0: the amount of money that that Fortnite has made off of me. Did uh, did your kids ever play Skylanders? No. Dude, I said the same thing about that game. Because every time we went to the store, Hayden would be like, I want to get a Skylander. I'm like, why? Because when you got the Skylander... Oh, yeah. You would put it on the portal at home, and then you could play with that character in the game. Like, it would... And so, like, if you're playing the game and one of your little dudes dies, you just take them off and put a different one of your characters on, yeah. which is tight. But, like, that was really the first time I saw that kind of business model where it's like, holy shit, they've created, like, a way to just, you know, continue to get money from you for the same fucking gameplay.
1: Yeah. It's the reason I say dark is because there are I can't remember the game, but there are games that have like or it was it was a Star Wars game that like there was like fan backlash that was like you can't like there was so much things that were essential to the game that mm-hmm. you had to buy instead mm-hmm. of you know and it's just like, kind of, like it gets taken too far but that's the crazy
0: uh, shit is it Fortnite doesn't force it yeah like they just it's just it's a it's a whole digital culture of like the same the same reason kids like in the real world want like you know a name brand this or they want nike's yeah. or they want whatever like totally the fucking they see somebody doing a specific dance and they're like I want my character my character yeah. can't do that dance I'm a noob um and that's when i say
1: uh the nintendo is laughing all the way to the bank right now because it's not just a immensely popular game that everyone wants to buy it's like people are like getting switch lights People are spending 200 bucks on switch lights Mm -hmm. so they can get a $60 game to go
0: with it. It's crazy. That's crazy. Um, did you see that? Did you follow the whole Drake and push a beef? Right. We talked about that, right? Yeah. We've talked about, did you see he actually put out photos of his kid? No. Yeah. Like I think today he put out like, uh, There's, like, photos of his kid and then photos of, like, him and old girl and the kid, everybody together, like, looking like a little family unit. Drake's kid does not – I don't know what I expected Drake's kid to to look like, but it ain't that. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't that. Oh, man. Now I got to look it up. (laughs) Look it up. (laughs) I guarantee if you just type in – Drake kid. Yeah. I bet it's, like, one of the first stories. I'll wait for your reaction. Adonis Graham. Yep. Man, that's an old oldie. Nah, you gotta you gotta see these new ones. Oh, you gotta type in. Oh, uh,
1: Drake just shared new pictures of adorable son Adonis. There
0: you go. Whoa! Right. Right. I feel like people are going to have to go out and uh, look these photos up now. Like I said, Whoa. Is a, totally, totally cute kid. Looks like a little kid model. Looks like a kid yeah. that'd be in fucking baby gap, baby Gucci, baby Gucci sh- uh, commercials. I see you be liking Champagne Poppy's Instagram posts. I did. I liked it. I like that it calls me out, like because you went there and it's like, oh look at this, Colin. Let me just surface the friends of yours that have liked this photo, even though he's got sixty-five million followers. Oh, wow. Let me just surface the one so you can call him out. That's wild. It's hilarious. Um in other news, Democrats and Republicans can't stop fighting still. These motherfuckers. This fucking stimulus package. Uh, what is, what's your take? What is your take on the stimulus package in general? Uh, too little, too fucking
1: late for one. Uh, but it's like my whole my whole thing is it's like if you're going to purpose as a government, if you're going to purposefully tank your economy, something that we've never done before, as a as a as a country, like effectively shut the economy down. hmm. Uh, you better be prepared to spend some big money to help out regular people. And the fact that these fuckers took two weeks to argue about this shit, going home for recesses over the weekend, none of these fuckers care about any of us.
0: And Republicans and, and Democrats. And the one thing that uh, annoyed me is that from both sides... Uh oh, we're getting a little lag. Wait, are we good? I think we're good now.
1: Okay. Uh it's mine says your internet connection is unstable.
0: Uh make sure I'm on the right network. I need to let you know I'm I'm wired in, boy. My shit mad stable. <clears throat> That's it. That's your fucking family upstairs playing Animal Crossing, bro. Huh? It's your family upstairs playing Animal Crossing. No, uh, I, I was I was on the wrong network. Using um, up all your using up all your data. Uh,
1: anyway, uh, it's it was like, for instance, like they had a pretty good agreement, they had a deal, and then Nancy Pelosi, on the Democrat side, the ones that are supposed to be the party of the people, the champions of the people, they come and just insert a bunch of other bullshit into it. Trying yep. to get stuff across, it's like no. You can debate this shit later. Just come up with a number together for regular people and send it out. For Christ's sakes, why is it so hard?
0: Yeah, but that's that's my point. Is both of them used it as an opportunity to further their party's, you know, uh, monetary gain. Like the Republican proposed package had way too much shit in there for corporations which there's already tons of things to help them out allow them to borrow money at nearly zero percent interest rate and shit like that
1: not even just for corporations but also with very little oversight
0: correct yeah uh on purpose yeah and and so there's already you got republicans pushing their agenda into it you got democrats pushing their fucking agenda into it it's just stupid i think it goes to show you that no party gives a fuck about you.
1: And it's just like, it's like, uh, the other part, and I know that there's obviously logistical hurdles here, but you know, they're saying like, yes, for those who have direct deposits set up with the IRS, yours will go out within the next couple of weeks and everybody else could take up to four months. <laughs> and it's just like, the, the, everybody else that's like the ones who need it more than anybody. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's.
0: I'm gonna ask you know, a question. I know we're I, all
1: trying to just make it make it
0: work here, but they're bungling this one. I'm gonna ask a question because I genuinely don't know the answer to this. Uh, if you are unemployed, do you still get a check? Do you still get part of that stimulus? Yeah. So does that mean like homeless people can just pop off and get a check?
1: It's, 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 I think it's every American.
0: How the fuck are they? I wonder how they, how they do that. No, yeah, you have I don't, a, if you have a social Social Security number that is uh, not registered as deceased. Yeah, I don't know. Just I, I don't house. know how that works. I don't know how that works. Dude, I, all I know is if I was fucking homeless or something, I'd be coming out the woodwork right now, like, yo, where my check at But
1: that's the other thing is like it's like uh people are hurting right now and that really sucks. But like hold on, I'm about to sneeze.
0: Sweet. <laughs> you actually oh. you actually could have hit the mute button. You finally have a mute button.
1: I didn't even think about
0: it, uh, which is funny because
1: I've literally been doing that all week for two weeks now, hitting the mute button. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but um, now I lost my train of thought. Where were we? I'm talking about the people that are hurting the most. Yeah.
1: I, I don't know where I was going, but it, <laughs> I totally lost. I totally lost it. God damn it.
0: You fucking but, sneezed your thoughts right out of your head. Jesus. Uh,
1: oh oh but it's it it is just like if you're are if you are out of work you know like you could walk into a kroger right now and they would say put this apron on you know what i mean like right like get on the front lines if you need some if you need some work but then you know there's, there's that
0: fucking click list
1: get into that fucking covid at the same time i understand the
0: the lack of appeal but uh one year from now hardcore ban covid what do you think
1: i told jordan holland i came up with covid 420 as a song title for a weed demon song i said you can
0: have i said you can have that one for free <laughs> uh because they had kids that's like a punk band
1: <laughs> I will say you know I got some new musical ideas cooking which is good that's one thing
0: about a fucking pandemic
1: no but I've just got some new ideas cooking
0: from what like because of the pandemic or, or what? yeah because
1: I'm stuck home oh okay
0: yeah yeah, yeah. so I gotta come down here and play and then I mean you see the uh, you see the setup in the back here I actually got the uh I got the drums. Oh I see. What do you got there? A little Oh that's the uh six string you used to use, right? it's it ESP? That's what I'm what's
1: what I'm using on my new some of my new ideas I got cooking.
0: Alright, let me uh let me reach back here. Is that a one thousand? It is a one thousand. Yeah, mine's a four hundred. Oh come on man. I got the uh this is just, you know, this is just a backup to a backup to a backup. I got a couple oh, of these. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah.
1: The thing that sucks about this one is, uh, I stole the uh, strap locks off of it, so I don't have a strap on it right now,
0: or anything to hook a strap onto. Just holes. But, dude, wouldn't you just order some order some new strap locks? Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, there's a pretty obvious solution here. You're like, I don't know. See, we had this conversation in my household the other day. I'm a problem solver. I'm a fixer. That is my personality. I can't just listen to a problem and go, "Damn, that sucks." You know, I and like my wife wants me to just be the person that sometimes listens. I yes. don't have that. In my, I don't have that ability. That part get- of me is never turned off
1: when you guys are when you guys are fighting does she want to always stop talking about it and you're always like no nope, we're going to go until we get this fucking figured out yes because i'm that way <laughs> yes.
0: yes i can't like i can't walk away from a situation any situation without at least suggesting a solution that's just not me have you ever taken those personality tests yeah that's exactly what the fuck it says about me.
1: (laughs) No. And that's the thing. It's like with the uh, issue with the strap locks, it's like, yes, I understand what the solution to that problem is, but it's like, for one, I never think about spending money on myself almost ever. So it's it's always like, what's a set of strap locks probably 30 bucks. And, uh, so it's like, I don't even think about like the 30 bucks goes to, you know, beating my kids Wendy's. I don't know. And, uh, (laughs) And, and then it's also my backup, backup to a backup. No, I'm just kidding. It's just my, it's my least used guitar. So I just always go, Oh yeah, I'll get some strap locks for it at some point, but it's just not a priority. It's prioritization. You're a problem solver. Like, okay, I'm going to solve this now. And then I'm like, I know what the solution to that problem is, but I'm going to set this on the list where it belongs.
0: That's why I never played Fortnite. I already knew I was the best. I just decided to not even play. Like, why? I already know the solution. I'm the best. I don't need to play and prove that to anybody. Yeah. That's just got a... Your ass whooped. <laughs> I did get my ass whooped. But then again, maybe I let him win because, you know, my kid and shit.
1: <laughs> have you seen... The, I'm changing the subject. That's just fine. I was going I want, to as well. I want to know if you've seen it. Have you seen Uncut Gems? I have.
0: Holy fucking shit balls yeah and so i was late to uncut Gems as well right i wasn't as late as you yeah um but i i watched it about three weeks ago and it's fucking fast paced it's like you are like glued to the tv the whole time watching the whole
1: shit it's that's why i I, I was hoping you had seen it because i wanted to talk about it because it's just like
0: Let's generalize though, because if somebody has a sure, sure. it, I don't want oh, yeah. to spoil it.
1: I think the most general way of putting it is he's a jeweler and a gambler, and it's and he's always chasing the next big thing. And it's like Moby Dick in that regard. It's like mm-hmm. a classic story, but it's just right off the bat. And it's a big part of it is big part of it's the filmmaking. These like really slow panning in shots. And then these, this weird, like 60s psychedelic music in the Mm -hmm. background. And it's just so much noise all the time. There's just people talking and yelling. And
0: it's, it's got that like New York fast paced, just hustle bustle. We, we, we paused it like a half hour in,
1: uh, to like get a snack or something like that. And I thought it had been like seven minutes. And it was like a half an hour it was just like and man the story but like there's not a whole there's not a whole a whole lot of story but it's told so
0: beautifully yeah. and and it is just a wild I, ride i feel like that is also i feel like that's a pretty like they maybe took a very stereotypical approach uh to that profession in that setting i, I feel like that's a real story has probably been heard or seen or lived several times, yeah.
1: Too. And it's just, yeah, I, 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 it was, it was one of those movies that it rocked me. Like, I've, like, yesterday was like thinking about it a lot all day. Like, it was one of the better movies I've seen in a long time. And, yeah, it made, a, me, made me think
0: a lot about humanity. And there was a big uproar, uh, that it didn't win, yeah, like, everything. Uh, which is uh, that's actually what made me want to watch it, and also like just it might be worth noting that the star is Adam Sandler, and it's a role that is not even remotely close to anything he's played in the past.
1: I disagree, and I I that was the next thing I was going to say is I might be I, forgetting
0: what what is it what is it by or what is it close to? Well, no, it, it's so is it is
1: it close to anything else? No, but uh, I do think that have you seen the movie Punch Drunk Love? Yeah. Long time ago. Okay. Take that character, depressed and uh, uh stuck in his own head. Take Billy Madison, reckless narcissism and Happy Gilmore's dr- absolute drive. Unstoppable drive. Put those three characters together and you have his character
0: in Uncut Gems. That's I will say that's a pretty good analysis. Uh, <laughs> I guess when I was saying that, I was trying to think of any one particular. No, yeah, I character, know. but no, but no, you're right. You're right. I would agree with that. Uh, I also
1: I also think that there was a scene in the in it that was a a homage to, uh, uh, Punch Drunk Love. It's one scene specifically. So,
0: I like that you said homage. You you put the. <gasps> in there and like we've talked about this I sometimes say homage sometimes say homage sometimes say homage i would have said homage maybe in this in this case i don't know know. who cares so a couple more things and we'll wrap up for the night um i was i had this thought the other day and i had posted um on social media like a poll asking these questions so i didn't really look at who responded in what manner but I wanted to bring it up here because I feel a certain way about it. I feel strongly about it, and I don't understand what people don't understand. So, did you see when I posted a poll asking, like, when coffee get when if you brew hot coffee, when it gets cold, what do you do with it? Throw it out or make new coffee? Make new coffee or drink it cold? Right? Yeah. Did you did you respond to that? I didn't. <clears throat> All right, respond to it. You've, if I get, you've, brewed, you've brewed hot coffee, right? You got a cup of hot coffee, it's now cold. Is your next step to a throw it out or b drink it cold?
1: Uh, what about C put it in the microwave?
0: You are the seventh person to say that, and let me add, you are the only male to respond that way.
1: Uh, I, I don't do that all the time though. That's the thing, it's like it's like most of the time, I probably dump it out and make a new cup of coffee.
0: Do you do you not drink iced coffee? Do you not drink cold brew? It's different, man. Iced coffee is different? It, it, uh, I don't know, I'll Maybe. give you cold brew because there is an actual different brewing process for cold brew. You actually steep coffee in cold water, yes. right? Yes. Iced coffee is brewed hot and poured over ice. It's brewed as hot coffee, made cold, and then you put it in with some ice. There's no fucking difference. You remember that old Mitch Hedberg skit that's like an escalator can never really break. It just becomes stairs. (laughs) Yeah. It is the same thing. Hot coffee never goes bad. It just becomes cold coffee. Like it just becomes iced coffee. That's it. Okay.
1: Okay. I'm going to try this tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. I'm going to brew a cup of coffee. Okay. And I'm going to set it on the counter.
0: Let it get room temp.
1: I'll brew another cup and drink that while that one gets cold. Okay, and then I will pour it over ice, and we will see if it feels like a good iced coffee or if. To me, it's just I'm I I'm assuming there's also something to do with oxidization.
0: You're assuming wrong. That shit is that's that's phony baloney. Okay, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna test this tomorrow morning. The only thing that could make it not enjoyable is one, somebody else didn't pour it over the ice and hand it to you because you know everything tastes better when somebody else makes it. It's like Kraft mac and cheese. It's like, god damn, what did you do? You're fucking gourmet Gordon Ramsay ass, and it's like, no, they did nothing. It's Kraft. It's just that somebody else made it, and by that. Everything that somebody else hands me is always tastes better than mine except grilled cheese. I'm a fucking wizard at grilled cheese. Nobody touches my grilled cheese.
1: I want to, I want to stop on this for a second because you triggered me by saying mac craft macaroni and cheese because that's, I agree with you except for in that regard because I am the best at craft macaroni and cheese. And, uh, and, uh, but I, I want to quickly ask you, what is, is there a food or a drink or something that you have in your kitchen that is like, Something you always, every time you go to the grocery store, you always get it. It's always for you. Nobody knows to fuck with it. Like, you get a thing. It's a staple in your house. Like, my grandpa always, I could. I knew I went to my grandpa's house. He would always have Frosted Flakes. My grandpa always had Frosted
0: Flakes. Is there something in your house? That's specifically for me? No. But there is something that is always in my house. Cosmic Brownies. Good. That's exactly I, I, what buy a thousand i buy them every time i buy two boxes if i exactly. don't have a big box I that's what two. i'm talking about that's yeah. what i'm talking about yeah always me,
1: cosmic brownies crap mac and cheese like if i need something to eat for lunch I make a box of mac and cheese i could do it every single day of the week like that is like i could eat it
0: after midnight i could eat it like important question do you chew mac and cheese or do you just swallow it i chew it it's pasta it doesn't matter. I have never chewed Kraft mac and cheese. It just you, it just goes in. Do you swallow spaghetti? No, it's too long. That's weird. That's like, <laughs> it's like you're, okay. you got like do spaghetti you, down you chew, here. Do you chew rotini, rigatoni? It depends. It, if it's not huge, dude, Kraft mac and cheese, do you get the deluxe or something? How fucking big are your noodles? Because the standard little thin box, those noodles are so small. I get the standard as, thin box, dog. It might as well be Rice.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. First of all,
0: okay, I'm going to put this poll out because I need the answer to this from the mass public. Nobody fucking chews Kraft mac and cheese. You are the only one. My daughter doesn't even chew Kraft.
1: She just swallows it. Oh, my God. But I like to take things. I like to uh, like I I do like a classic by the box Kraft mac and cheese. With milk? Yeah. Like by the, the use the instructions, yeah, the right amounts and everything. Usually I eyeball it, but like I do like sometimes making it like exactly to 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 spec. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Quality control.
1: But I also you know a really easy way to make it really good is put a little garlic powder and a little bit of cayenne pepper in there. Mm. Oh boy, makes it. The other night I cut up two Thai chilies, just little ass Thai chilies, and uh, put them in there, and I was. I was like, my nose was running. I was sweating.
0: Uh, So I ordered food today and just went and did like grab and go pickup from Piata. Do you fuck with Piata?
1: I fuck with Piata. I'm the only one in my family
0: who fucks with Piata. They Have you had the hot chicken? No. <laughs> Dude, that's okay. So I would say maybe half a year ago, they introduced hot chicken as one of the proteins. And I was like, all right, I'll give this shit a go. I always get the Diabolo sauce. I like a little bit of spice. Um, got the hot chicken, and it was so fucking hot, I Fuck almost yeah. couldn't I almost couldn't enjoy my piata. It was too fucking hot. But I thought maybe I was just being a bitch that day. So the next time I was like, I gotta get that hot chicken again. I mean, it was like next week at work. I'm like, dude, you guys wanna get fucking piata again? Got that shit. Spicy as fuck again. It's it was so spicy a couple times that I got it that I'd eat all the chicken first just to get it over with. It's delicious, but it was like I could not prolong that through an entire meal. Spicy as fuck. Piata's wild, man. Wildly like, fresh. Fresh and a, yummy.
1: It's no, it's just it's it's I know it's Italian street food. But what is more American than a fucking spaghetti burrito? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, that's
0: amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Do you actually get it? In, you get it in like the the burrito form? If I'm
1: going to go to Piata, I'm going to get the fucking Piata, dude.
0: Look, I'm sad to report I've never got it in anything other than a bowl. Bummer, man. You got to do it. All right. I'm going to do it really soon. Uh, and I love those like cheesy wrap things. Th- the Piata sticks? Yes. So yes. you're talking like. Bro, I'm fr- I'm coming fresh off an order today, so I know all the real... Uh, I I haven't had piada in a year, at least. I know all the real words, like garlic dough. You fuck with the garlic dough?
1: Yeah, probably. I don't it's, know. I, like I said, I haven't eaten in like a year.
0: All right. Well, after this shit's over, we're going to go out. We're going to get some piada. Just a couple of dads getting some piada. Last thing I'll bring out, and then we'll wrap up you put on there uh, make me choose between two bands. Dude such a fun game. It is. Such a fun game and I thought
1: we could just do a couple so uh, you need to choose between
0: damn you just jumped right in Yeah. decided I was going first and everything
1: you need to choose between oh, maybe this isn't as easy as I thought it would be
0: damn it uh you are I, you already you shot down I can't do, you, I can't do this on the spot. You said to do this, I did a rap one. I, I decided to not do a uh, band because I felt like uh it was easier for me to com- compare some rappers. And I picked uh Benny the Butcher, West Side Gun. You said Benny by a long shot, which is exactly how I feel. I was just curious because I feel like those are the two polar like opposites in the group right you got like yeah. the high pitched it like there was I, I'm trying to think how I can compare it's standard just standard New York high voice rapper right that's how I, I look at uh west Side. like his shit but not my kind of like
1: somebody asked me vocal tone somebody asked me big ear Tupac what's your choice there because that one was um, actually really hard for me
0: that is a hard one for me too. I think I like the smoothness and kind of laid back of Biggie. That's but, what I said. but if I had to pick between the two, my preference is Tupac because I love that he just talked that fucking aggressive. He's aggressive. Yeah. Biggie is like, again, he's more laid back. Tupac was fucking aggressive and I like aggressive music. I like aggressive rappers. I like battle rap. I like when people beef. I like Fucking heavy music, hardcore. Like, I like aggressive shit. And I think that's why I like Tupac. So that one's not too much. That's not too hard. How about, man, it's hard for me because I don't know a lot of your new bands, your new heavy musics. So I'm going to try and take it back, uh take it back some years. Uh, let me think. I'll do that same band. Killswitch Engage. With Jesse or with Howard? Oh. Jesse. Fuck yeah. Mostly... I actually, I actually didn't really like Howard at all with Killswitch. Loved him with Blood Has Been Shed. But I didn't think he fit with Killswitch.
1: I like Howard a lot. I like him with Killswitch, but to me... Jesse has a matches the vibe of the band more uh just like that's how i feel uh because he's more like to me kill switch at least early on had a more spiritual nature to it which was interesting and stuff like that and i feel like he was better suited for it yeah
0: come on man you gotta think of one you're up you can take it
1: it's one of those things where i'm i'm it's uh it's one of those things where I, my brain has just stopped working in this regard. Now that I'm looking, I'm trying to think. Uh,
0: let's see. Uh, uh, here you go. Ludacris or Nelly? Ludacris. Fuck yeah! Holy crap! Yeah. No, no I, question. Not yeah. a fan of Nelly. Never was. No. I like Not this really. first. I like this first record. I know that I know it's a very hipster response, uh, but I did like his first record. I think it came at a good time, and uh, the whole vibe of the record was like kind of party, and yeah. uh, all the beats were done by pretty much one guy, who was like the lone white beat maker at the time, just holding shit down. So,
1: Static X or Powerman Five Thousand.
0: Static X, yeah, all day. I agree. I agree. <laughs> fuck that goggle-wearing bastard. <laughs> Power Man Five Thousand, get the fuck out of here. Um,
1: we listened to we listened to Worlds Collide the other night. It doesn't hold up, man.
0: uh shit. I just I just had one in my head, and then you said When Worlds Collide, and my fucking brain started singing the song and now i can't even remember where i was going with that uh mudvayne or system of a down system of a down i'd go mudvayne wow although although i can only go that based on how i felt about them at the time if i think about longevity i definitely went back and listened to soad songs for years and years and years to come and mudvayne is more of a meme nowadays yeah I did find Uh, a YouTube video where it was the burr-burr-ding, burr-burr-ding for like 12 hours straight. It was just, it was like 12 hours of (laughs) burr-burr-ding.
1: I fell asleep on the couch the other night and Sierra put on, uh, it was like 10 hours of the beginning of, hey, now you're an all-star.
0: Oh yeah. He's it, like you can't stop coming and you and won't stop, don't stop coming, coming and you won't stop coming and you yeah. don't stop coming and you don't Did stop. Did you hear the one uh where it's that lyric but it goes to the the whole note structure and uh of <laughs> no. the whole song? It's like and I don't stop coming and I don't stop coming, don't stop coming and I don't stop coming. <laughs> like it goes to the whole fucking yeah. uh,
1: I love I love weird little like have you seen the YouTube uh video with the um, the nickelback photograph where he's like look at this graph <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah, those are good. Oh man. I don't have any more of these. We need to be done with this game. I didn't uh, I put that
0: on the board and didn't come prepared. You sure shit didn't. Maybe we'll I mean Everything bothers me right now. So Trivial Things is kind of out the window for a few weeks, a few months. Who knows how long. But maybe we'll replace it with some other games like this. Uh, if you're listening, what day is it? It's Monday. going to put this... Dude, I'm losing track of days. I don't I don't have any idea what day it is anymore. It's Monday.
1: <laughs> have you seen the Spider Man meme? You know, where it's like the two Spider Mans yeah. are pointing at each other, but there's like how everyone feels right now, and it's just like there's seven of them and it's all the different days of the
0: week. <laughs> yeah. Uh we're gonna put this up on Wednesday. I think uh let's let's go live either uh Tuesday or Thursday. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But we yeah. gotta do it earlier. If you guys haven't follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. We're gonna start doing more live videos and just discussing random shit that's probably not good for podcasts, but should be entertaining nonetheless. Last one I mean, we got fun. a whole
1: hour and a half of content off of one
0: concept, and it was hilarious. Yeah, it was fun as shit. Super fun. So, so. join for those next ones all right colin i think that's it i think we've wrapped up episode p02
1: p02 the
0: pandemic series all right peace see you